I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. This is Live Mike with Lee Lonsberry. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. So grateful to you for tuning into the program today. We, as I said in the segment prior, have covered a good deal of ground today. We're also monitoring a situation playing out in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. There are some preliminary reports of an active shooter at a Miller Coors plant. Uh, we will be following that. ABC News correspondents are helping us stay up to date and up to speed on that. And as the details emerge, we'll bring them to you here. Uh, while I'm talking about stuff we're covering, I also want to let you know that uh, in just over two hours from right now, there will be a press conference delivered by President Trump regarding the coronavirus. We heard from him last night speaking very optimistically about the way the United States is handling things as he addressed reporters last night in India. Today will be the first concerted uh, presentation of the, the of what we have uh, on tap here in the United States. What are the number of cases we're seeing, how it's being handled, and what you and I can do to uh, best safeguard ourselves uh, against this virus. Of course, we're also following uh, the plight of those two Utahns, the Herrings. You and I have been speaking to them over the past few weeks as they, uh, Mr. Herring, remains in quarantine in Japan, and Mrs. Herring uh, on the other side of the world, away from her husband at Travis Air Force Base in California. Uh, this segment, though, I want to talk about. Uh, I'm gonna we're gonna return to a conversation uh, we had a number of weeks ago. In studio, joining me now is Will Levitt. He is the project facilitator at Safe UT. You hear Safe UT mentioned in the news uh, constantly. It is an app that allows students to uh, alert authorities or, or teachers or whoever is most appropriate to address various situations of certain dangers, uh, certain dangers they've observed or they feel within themselves, and that. Uh, has brought uh, about wonderful results. We have heard uh, anecdotal stories of great tragedies being prevented uh, due to the existence of this Safe UT app. Uh, ask your kids about it uh, when they're home from school today, if they're aware of it. The highest likelihood is that they are. And if not, why don't you hop on Google, get yourself familiar with it, and share uh, that message with them. Now, the program has expanded. And we, uh, with Will Levitt some time ago, talked about the expansion of that pro uh, that project and that app. Uh, there is a, another app, a partner app, and it's called Safe UTNG. Yes. Safe UTNG, NG for? National Guard. How's that going for you? It's been great. Um, this is the first time where, where we've really kind of stepped outside the uh, education sphere. And we're working with a third party now with the National Guard. It's kind of the next step in our long-term plans with Safe UT. Um, it's a really unique partnership. And it's the first in the nation where 
we're able to offer our active duty National Guard members in Utah and their significant others, spouses, um, the ability to either text or call with a licensed clinical social worker, as well as be able to submit uh, safety concerns through our TIP functionality. So, so far, the successes that we're kind of gauging are the uh, number of downloads. So from December 6th was the first day that we launched, Friday, December 6th, and through today, we have almost 850 total downloads. So if you think about that with the 7,000 active duty members, that is a good chunk. Absolutely. And it's only getting better. The, the unfortunate reality is that members of Utah's Army National Guard and any branch of the armed services or any of the uh, Army National Guards in any of the states, uh, those men and women face unique challenges in life. They are asked to do a unique job. They sign up to operate in a very unique way, and they face uh, and interact with unique stressors, and those often come uh, home with them, and uh, it's good that there are resources for them. We're aware of many uh, resources. I, in fact, uh, just last year was present for the naming of the Major Brent Taylor Vet Center Outstation in North Ogden, uh, a facility where members of the National Guard uh, or any of the armed services are able to go and find uh, help and services uh, needed uh, and that are specifically tailored to their needs. Now they have this app and a good number of folks are finding uh, relief through it. At least they're downloading and have access to the help. Yeah, and we've actually seen um, a number of tips and chats and you know, what we're seeing is is working hand-in-hand hand with the University of Utah Health, University Neuropsychiatric Institute, and then the National Guard and their crisis response team. I mean, the, the synchronicity and the partnership that has been created has turned these chats where, you know, they might have a guard member go into the crisis response team for mandatory therapy. They say, hey, download the app, you know, give it a test run. We've had situations where someone has done that saying, oh, I just want to test and see if sure. someone's on the other end of the line. And it turns out that through building the rapport between our crisis worker and the guard member, they find out that that person is in crisis at that moment. And they're able to really process with them and get, kind of get them them on with their day so they don't have to just bear that burden themselves. So you're, you're doing great work. The U's doing great work. I know the Attorney General's office is involved. Yep. They're doing great work up there. Now talk to me specifically about the experience of someone who downloads this app. Uh, what will they see and what can they get from the app? Yeah, so with Safety TNG, they either go to the Google Play Store or the App Store, search Safety TNG, all one word. Go right there, download it. It's completely free to download. It's free to use, and it's confidential, meaning once they download it, they can either sign in as a service member, civilian personnel, or family of service member, and then they are immediately sent to our home screen where they can start chatting with us. They can call us. They can submit a tip. We do not ask their name. We don't ask their rank. We don't ask their location. It's confidential because we want them to feel like they can really open up and express what they're going through without fear that it's going to get back to their you know company command or they'll lose clearance or they won't be deployed, sure. anything like that. And they can they, they can rest assured that their clearances won't be uh, come into question. This won't be reported to any kind of agency or investigative unit. There, there isn't a way to, to report it. So, you know, if they're just chatting with us, if they're having a hard time or going through a mental health issue, they can chat with us. They don't have to give us their name. If it does get to a point where we are worried about... Um, actively harm to self or harm to others we will do whatever we have to do on our end to make sure that that doesn't happen but rest assured that it's not going to get back that they're the one you know talking with a mental health professional because we hope and pray you know that that this stigma can can fade away but the reality is and i'll admit i'm guilty of this kind of thing too i don't need to speak to any kind of help but 
uh, folks should rest assured knowing that there are resources and, uh, available to them. And if they do believe that there is a stigma, uh, yeah. and if they feel that they may come under some sort of, I don't know, scrutiny or judgment from their peers, uh, they can do, they can engage in this product. Again, the Safe UTAG app, uh, they can do so privately without worrying yeah. about folks knowing. And it's, it's really important to point out that this app was created so that we can reach people before they get into a place of crisis. Sure, sure. If they're having a hard time, reach out. If they're suicidal, reach out. If they're dealing with anything, reach out. Um, Brigadier Daniel, General Turley actually just said that he strongly recommends each and every service member download the app, whether they feel they're in crisis or not. So. Uh- a te- text message just came in. I want to ask you this question. And yeah. I've got one more, and time is tight. So the question uh, from the texter is, what is the difference between the Safe UT app and the one we're talking about now? I- in terms of the services they offer, very similar. Safe UT available primarily for, for students mm-hmm. and folks here uh, engaged in you know education. And then this one, Safe UT AG, uh, is specifically tailored to the needs uh, of the National Guard members here in the state of Utah. Is that a fair assessment? Exactly. Safe UT NG is for our Active service members and their families and civilian personnel. Safe UT is for K through higher ed students, parents, guardians, and educators. Final question for you: You mentioned as you were talking about this earlier that you started with Safe UT uh, and uh, it expanded to Safe UT and G, but mm-hmm. this is all uh, only part of some of your larger goals. Yes. Uh, talk to me about uh, what's the perfect world look like in terms of what you're up to here. Well, the perfect world is everybody in the state of Utah would be able to download and use this app um, right now. Our next step is to make this available for our first responders and uh, military veterans. Um, uh, HB 32, which actually just passed the House and I believe just passed the Senate yesterday, um, is going to start creating funds so where we can um, build out an app geared towards our EMS, fire, police, and then hopefully include our 170,000 veterans that, that we know could benefit from this service. We'll love it. Project facilitator with Safe UT, bringing us all this good information. As the, the progress of this, uh, as this House bill moves forward, and as you secure this funding and you commence developing the the, the next iteration of this app to service uh, first responders, you come back and talk to me and tell me all about it, will you? I love it. Thank you, right. Thank you so much. Uh, so that's the reports on Safe UTNG. You've heard us here on these airwaves covering it. You can find more information on our website, kslnewsradio.com. Next up, we're going to be speaking with a friend of mine, Heather Simonson. Uh, a fascinating topic. She uh, worked on a report for KSL Television where there is something called surgical smoke. And it's a danger to medical professionals, nurses in particular. There's a bill in the works to require Utah hospitals to create a policy to better protect those working in operating rooms. It's a fascinating story. Heather Simon will join us next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.